that I am complicit in the fall. I'm complicit in the lack of trust in the Lord. Welcome to the Strength and Dignity podcast, where we like to disrupt the Western story with God's biblical narrative. We often discuss difficult, avoided, or controversial topics here with the intention of diving into the scriptures to see what God thinks and says, despite how countercultural it might be. I'm your host, Kelsey Pryor. Welcome to the Storyform Life series of this podcast. For eight episodes, we are going to walk you through the SFL, which is a discovery Bible study designed to increase the level of faith participants have in God's story. These episodes are just mini trailers to give you an idea of the content, but this series is best experienced in a group setting. Check out the description to sign up for the study I'm leading over Zoom. Okay, guys, so this week on the Story Formed Life series here on the Strength and Dignity podcast, we are going to be talking about the fall. This is the second week of the SFL series. And when we say the fall, we're talking about uh, Genesis 3 in the garden when Adam and Eve ate the fruit. And that has a huge ripple effect on the rest of the Bible, the rest of humanity. And um, it helps us understand where we're at in the story according to the garden as well. So this is a very pivotal, I think I actually say this a couple times, but um, because we're trying to narrow down this, the whole Bible into like seven subjects, these are each very pivotal moments in the story. And so um, today talking about the fall with me is my mom, April. Hi, mom. Hello. So we're just going to be kind of giving you guys an overview of what the fall means and what we talk about during this session of the SFL. And then mom is going to talk a little bit about her personal story with when she encountered this, um, maybe not for the first time, but maybe the time that it struck her the most. So um, mom, when you think about the subject of the fall in Genesis 3, what are some things that kind of impact you about the story or some parts of it that stick out in general, and then you can give more of like a personal detailed um, like story of when you encountered it. Okay. Well, with the fall, it's kind of a depressing topic. Um, You know, we go from week one of the story formed life where there's all this beauty and and God is forming things out of nothing and he's breathing life into humans and setting things up in a beautiful way. And we have this brief glimpse of what it was like and what we could have had. And then along come the, the, the free will that he gave the humans comes into play and they have a choice basically at the crux of it, whether or not to trust their creator or not. And they choose not to, and they think he's withholding something from them. And they decide to um, commit the act that he had set up as the act that would show disobedience or lack of trust. So that happens. And um, the rest of humanity, like you said, is doomed from that moment on. And it's goes into a very dark place. Um, sin enters the world, sin meaning uh, choosing to not trust the Lord and do believe that the way he has set things up is the best way, um, believing that he's withholding something good from us. Um, so th- those are things that I think we, we, we lose sight of the 
what could have been. And there's fear enters the picture, hiddenness, secrets, a lack of trust in the Lord. Yeah. And one of the things I think of when I think of the fall is there's a seems to be a tendency to want to talk about the fall and the cross. Um, and we don't we need to remind ourselves that we actually need to it's super important to start at creation because viewing the fall in light of creation is so much more powerful not only because that's the truth and that's the story but because um the fall can just feel like this either this crushing thing or this thing we don't want to take responsibility for or um or we say we sinned and now we need jesus instead of like look at god's character that's displayed in the first two chapters of Genesis that helps us better understand the fall in light of that. Um, it's so important to keep that in perspective because if you just think the fall and then the cross and then like um, the God of the Old Testament and the God of the New Testament, it's like, well, it's the same person and we need to view creation to recreation. This is a full scope of the story and the mm -hmm. fall is a super important part of that, but it's not like the where it starts, right? It doesn't start out with the fall. So just making sure that you guys do um, dive deep into creation before you do dive into the fall is important. Mm -hmm. But today, as we're just looking at Genesis 3 and the ripple effect that this has for all of humanity, um, there is a certain degree of responsibility that we have the opportunity or the chance to take on if that is how we're going to view the story. And so um, I don't know if you want to speak into that a little bit. Sure. Part of my upbringing was, well, part of it's my upbringing. Part of it's probably how my personality interpreted my upbringing. Um, someone might've had the similar upbringing and had come out of it with a different result. but well into my adulthood, I was a very good Pharisee. And what I mean by that is I really believed that I could earn the favor of the father. Uh, very good. Like in the prodigal son story, there's an older brother and there's a younger brother. And the older brother is the one who stays home and stays loyal to the dad and helps work on the family farm, family business. And the younger one is the rebellious one who goes off and squanders his inheritance and comes back groveling to the father. And I always thought that the older brother was the good guy and the younger brother was the bad guy. Mm. And um, I was, you know, that was like someone to look look towards as a good example, the older brother in that story. And that just shows you my lack of understanding in the fall, because I, f I feel like I did not, I, I didn't totally grasp my own personal fallenness. I knew that humankind was fallen. I knew we all had sin nature. But I really believe that I was a very good, like I was a good girl and I was trying really hard not to be the rebel, not to break the rules. I was staying far away from the temptations that would make you go down that path. And although maybe the act was good that I was committing, it was my heart was in a very like wrong place because I just didn't understand my complicity in the gospel. I mean, I mean, in the fall. And I remember I've gone through the story from life many, many times. And I, I love going through it because each time the Lord meets me at a different place, there's 
different things going on in my life and at the time and different things hit me different ways. And I remember the time when I realized so someone was saying the, the leader, I don't remember who, but someone was saying about they were talking about eating the fruit and then they said us or me or we. And I was like, wait, what? No, that no, no, that was Adam and Eve that did that. They chose that. That's their fault. It's their fault that we're in this condition that we're in. And I was kind of almost offended that someone used these first person pronouns to say like, we ate the fruit or we chose and God like wrecked me and was mm-hmm. like, Hey, you were there. You represent like you are the, you chose the fall. You chose to not trust me too. And at the, in the very nature of who I am or, uh, the way I have chosen in my life, it's a way to rely on myself and to not need the Lord and to think that I can do better without him or apart from him, that I don't need him really is a lot of what I was saying. So the 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 week of the fall really wrecked me in that way that I am complicit in the fall. I'm complicit in the lack of trust in the Lord and thinking that I know better and thinking that um, I can figure it out on my own. And uh, the thing I really enjoy about putting space and time between these weeks uh, of the story from life is you get to sit in the thing that you just learned or, um, you know, went through or the discussion you just had. Mm -hmm. And so I sat in that for a week and I really felt like I was supposed to just sit in it. And it was so depressing. (laughs) And so, uh, but very forming for me to kind of take that on as, as part of my identity is like, wow, I am, I am broken. I am fallen. I chose, I chose sin and I need, I am in desperate need of a savior. If he doesn't come quick, what's going to happen. Um, and it helps a lot also with the, uh, easy believism that can come out of growing up in the church. I grew up in the church and it's like you said, we oftentimes just go straight from like, oh, you said it's okay. Jesus came. Oh, you said it's okay. The cross mm-hmm. and sitting in what, like, wait, you, you sinned, you did what you broke the heart of the father. Like, let's sit in that for a minute. Let's think about that. And, and, um, there's a verse in the new Testament that says that, um, godly grief produces the repentance that brings a life without regret and getting to get the place where, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Godly sorrow. That worldly grief produces death, but godly sorrow produces repentance, which leads to salvation without regret. Without regret. Yes. There we go. So the godly sorrow part is where I wasn't, I wasn't able to enter into that. I just kind of skipped over that and wanted the, and I also wanted to skip over the repentance part because if I was doing a really good job, then I didn't need to repent from anything too. Hmm. And I just wanted to have the life, the salvation without regret. So (laughs) it leads to a life without regret. So um, you can't enter into that verse or that the true gospel if you don't understand the fall. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. So when we um, gather for a Storyform Life session around the fall, this can often be um, a rough one to wrestle with. And like you said, we have the tendency, even as Adam and Eve did in the garden, to blame. We they 
God went to the man and he said it was the woman and he went to the woman and he, she said, oh, it's the serpent. And he comes to us and we say it was Adam and Eve. They did it. They're the reason yeah. that we're here. <laughs> yes. Instead of taking responsibility and saying, if I was in that place, I'd do the exact same thing. This is a humanity. This is a story that's playing out over generations. And we're ultimately going to lead to restoration. But it is important to sit in this and understand the the sorrow of the fall mm-hmm. um, and then lead let that lead us into the next chapters of the story and not like quickly skip over it and give each section of the story adequate time to like seep in and really like renew the way that we view um, our role in the story that God's telling so thanks so much for sharing you're welcome Thanks for listening to the Strength and Dignity podcast. Make sure you check out the links below to sign up for my Zoom SFL study and my other podcast series on Proverbs 31, Sabbath rest, biblical festivals, and more.